Look, people hired you to build them a website better than what they can build on their own. Don't take somebody's money and shortcut it just because it's a higher profit for you. Instead, build them something that actually is flexible and can build with their business. There's enough bad web developers and web designers out there giving us all bad reputations in this world. Don't do a disservice for your clients by building websites they can't have real control over. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. My name is Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I've been coding and building websites for over 20 years now, getting paid to do it for about 16, and I've been working in digital marketing since before Facebook business pages even existed. I created and scaled a full-service marketing agency to over six figures, but now focus on building websites that convert for my clients. I also teach digital marketing at my local university, so you might want to listen up. Welcome back to another episode of the Digital Masters podcast. This week, I'm going to do something a little different. I have been seeing a lot of discussion in different Facebook groups and other places online that I kind of felt like I needed to um, have a bit of a rant. (laughs) So fair warning now. You know, In this week's episode, I'm going to talk about why you should never be building websites for your customers and builders like Wix, Squarespace, and Webflow. Now, these platform website builders have their place to help a small business get their first website off the ground. So I'm just going to put that out there right now. This should really only be the stepping stone. It should never be a long-term solution for any small business. But if you're a web designer and developer, you shouldn't be using these platforms. Look, I'm going to be honest. I know that cost has a lot to do with why people use Squarespace, Wix, Webflow, any of these other GoDaddy site builder. Let's, that's just a terrible word. Let's just not even pretend that one exists. They're truly meant for business owners who have no idea how to build a website to be able to use templates and drag and drop functionality to get a website they like. The whole purpose of Squarespace and its competitors is to make creating websites an accessible, easy thing for anyone, not so web designers and developers can cut corners. That's not what they're there for. And look, all three of these platforms, they come with advanced features and add-ons that you can utilize to power up the website quickly, just with added costs depending on the plugins you're using. Now, all three of these claim to offer mobile versions of your website. I will say Wix appears to be more adaptive than responsive, which is a huge negative in my book because I always forget to edit the mobile version. Um, And all three claim to have some kind of SEO built in. Now, the problem with these platform builders... (laughs) One, when we're going to get, there's lots of them, but we're going to get to this. Did you know that there actually was a time when you build a website on Wix and Squarespace that they actually, according to their terms of use, owned the copyrights to anything you put on their system? It's not true anymore. They've changed their terms and conditions. But the biggest problem with the platform website builders is your website is stuck with that one 
service. And they can have any kind of terms and conditions they want. And you are stuck with that. You are stuck with potentially giving up copyright to images and things like that. Now, I want you to imagine beyond that, I want you to imagine how annoying customer service can be with some of the bigger hosting companies. Do you really want to have to talk to GoDaddy customer support for the rest of your professional life? Now, if you're me, that's a hell no. I don't need to sit on live chat for 45 plus minutes with a claim to be 13 minute wait time to get no help at all. Now, the beauty of hosting is that you can move when you're unhappy. The downside of a platform website builder is that you don't have that option. You're stuck. You can't take a backup of that Wix website and put it anywhere else. It's not even a possibility. Now with Squarespace and Webflow, you can export the raw code and move that somewhere, but then you lose the whole point, the CMS and the builder that made it easy for your clients to go in and mess up the design you spent so time, so much time working on. Now look, I barely let my customers host with GoDaddy anymore. Frankly, everyone gets recommended to WP Engine and I will give you a link to that in the show notes. Because I just, I don't want them to have a frustrating customer experience when something inevitably goes wrong. So why would I stick them with a company that I can't even migrate away from if I found they weren't helping my clients anymore? And it's not just about customer service and being stuck with that one company's customer service. Um, I'm just going to say it. The on-page SEO of Wix and Squarespace sucks. I just did an audit of a Squarespace website a few weeks ago. We actually talked about and about that in a previous podcast episode. Yes, I was able to add the things I wanted to add. Mostly, I actually couldn't add everything. But do you know how hard it was for me to do any of those things where I'm a coder, I'm a developer, I normally could go in and just change up the code. Um, I couldn't do that. And... The biggest problem with their setup, and especially how I saw it, was everything that I needed to edit was so incredibly buried. Now look, the site that I audited was a beautiful website. It had a lot of good technical things about it, like the fact that she did a good job of hitting on pain points in the copy. But the meta titles were things like General 4, because Squarespace had automatically added that. And at least WordPress is nice enough to grab the page title to make that the meta title. But I had to click multiple times to even get to the SEO information for the page to add a meta title and description. I had to Google how to add an alt tag because they don't call it an alt tag. They actually tell you to change the file name of the image and that becomes the alt tag. That makes no sense. And the only reason I knew to even look for that and change that is because I was looking for an alt tag. And you know what? Just don't get me started on their lack of digital accessibility best practices. The work that went into making that website and other platform websites I've worked on to have good on-page SEO, I just, I can't imagine how a non-technical person would even find it, would even know what to do. And that's how you get the reputation that Wix and Squarespace have terrible SEO. Because if it's too hard for a normal person to go in and add, to go in to even know what they're looking for, then their SEO obviously sucks. Um, 
So I teach this when I guest lecture for a colleague of mine every semester, and I teach this when in my class at Wichita State. But look, your website is the absolute foundation of your marketing. Think about what a business can control with their marketing anymore. Like very, very little. Think about it. We're always competing for attention with Facebook ads. We're bidding for clicks on Google. We're trying not to get marked as spam or get another unsubscribe in an email list. And budget really constrains all of it. But the website is literally the only piece a brand can have 100% control over. It can look exactly as the CEO and board wants. It can use just the right language and have all the information you can possibly want about that brand and business. However, when you use a platform builder, you're surrendering a lot of that control. And it's not, I mean, think about the customizations that Wix and Squarespace offer. There's a lot But can you always kind of tell when a website was built on Squarespace, they all kind of have a very similar look and feel. And I can almost always tell when a website is a Wix website too. You know, you can't directly edit the code. And so you're, you have limitations. And like I talked about, you know, with not being able to edit the code for SEO purposes a few weeks ago, I couldn't even add an H5 to a website. Squarespace wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me even change and add a span to change the font size for a headline. And there are so many times that I've wanted to fix how something is displayed on mobile in Wix, but they only give you so much control. And yes, I'm not going to record that. That's my dog running around the room. (laughs) Now, honestly, without being able to control the code, And even if you're not a coder and you don't want to know how to do that, without having the ability to hire somebody to change the code on a website, you're losing out on having a website that's really built to the aspirational standards of a brand. You are stuck with what Wix and Squarespace and Webflow want you to do. But more than that, more than that, you're stuck with these platforms You know, if Wix went out of business tomorrow, your client could lose their website in years of rankings and hard work. Yes, you have to host a website somewhere, but you should never have it live on a platform that limits you to what you can do or where it can move to. And that's the biggest problem with these platform builders is that you are 100% stuck. And the only way to migrate off of them is to convert the website, to spend a little bit more money and change it. You can build, and I've done this before, you can rebuild the same look in the same copy on a different platform, but it still is going to cost your client money to do so. So... If I don't like Wix, Squarespace, Webflow, any of these platforms, Shopify is also included in this, by the way, any of these platforms where you pay money to a platform to host and manage your website and get your templates and all those things, that's a platform builder. If I don't like that, what do I like? WordPress. And, you know, first, it's WordPress.org, not .com. 
WordPress.com is actually a platform just like Squarespace and Wix, but WordPress.org is an open source code base. So it's a set of files and a database template that you can download and literally put anywhere that gives you enough file space, allows PHP code, and access to a MySQL database. Now, given that WordPress powers 41% of the internet, 41.5% to be very precise, that's pretty much any hosting company. There's limitless options with where your website can live. So if you don't have a good experience with the host that you've chosen, um, you can usually move a website within just a few minutes because almost every single hosting platform has an automated migration plugin anymore. The other thing that is amazing about WordPress, because it is open source, is it is completely flexible to do anything that you want thanks to thousands of plugins. You can use drag and drop theme builders too, like Elementor or Divi, or you can custom code your own theme. Now, even if you use Elementor and Divi and a, you know some kind of drag and drop building option, you can actually still create a child theme and you can customize the code to do what you want because you know you can actually edit the code. You're not locked out from that. You're not strung and stuck into a certain look and style. And you've probably heard, if you've listened to anybody talk about WordPress and the advantages, you've probably heard about how good WordPress is natively for SEO. But thanks to the free version of the Yoast SEO plugin, you can also easily add everything you need for great on-page SEO. And it's so incredibly easy. The meta titles and descriptions and controlling whether or not a page gets indexed and all that stuff, it's in the Yoast SEO box at the bottom of a page and post. So there's not any hunting for it. You don't have to click three times to get the right pop-up window like you do on Squarespace but instead it makes it so incredibly easy and straightforward. And Yoast talks you through all of it too and makes it really simple. But the most important thing about WordPress and why it's a better option is you're not handing over control of a brand's number one marketing asset to a third party. WordPress powers the websites you build, yes, but even if WordPress as a company fell apart tomorrow, Those WordPress websites you've built would live on for years until you were able to build a new solution. Even if your hosting company went out of business, they would still be able to migrate and take a backup at the very least of your current website and have it pop up and live anywhere else. Now, frankly, you just, if you're charging your clients a ton of money or any money, but especially a ton of money for a Squarespace website, you're, you're doing them a disservice. The main point for a business to hire you to build their website is to create them something better than they could do on their own. If this isn't their very first website and they have any kind of budget, I highly recommend you at least start learning how to build using, excuse me, how to build sites using Elementor and WordPress. I prefer Elementor over Divi. Um, Give them a website they have complete flexibility and control over. You're tying your customers to a business you can't even pick up the phone and call to get support. And you can't migrate them away from that business. And that is a huge disservice to your clients. Look, 
people hired you to build them a website better than what they can build on their own. Don't take somebody's money and shortcut it just because it's a higher profit for you. Instead, build them something that actually is flexible and can build with their business. There's enough bad web developers and web designers out there giving us all bad reputations in this world. Don't do a disservice for your clients by building websites they can't have real control over. That's it. Thanks for listening to my rant this week and tuning into our show. To catch more digital masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at Captain of the Coders or visit us online at captainofthecoders.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.